just wear it, wear it right there, right there. That's it. Ooh. Hey, in a bubble shot. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Let me call it again. I, I hear consuming fire. Look at look around, look around, look around, look around. I feel fire in the atmosphere. I feel fire in the atmosphere. Hey! The fire! I, I'm looking for fire, fire, fire that burns away chaff. I'm looking for fire, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Fire that heals. Fire that delivers. Fire that sets free. I'm looking for fire today. The refiner's fire. The anointing fire. The breakthrough fire. The delivering fire. The healing fire. Oh! Let your fire fall! Let it burn up everything that ought not to be real. Let it reveal the real. Let it reveal the real. Let it reveal the real. And everything else, let it be burned to the ground. But let the real God be glorified, magnified in this place. time this anointed ministry these anointed musicians thank you Lord even now for what we have offered to you in worship today now God in the few moments I have let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be accepted on your sight oh Lord my strength and my redeemer in Jesus name amen Upon each of them. 
And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I just, I just want to, I want to bless somebody and talk again about when the fire fell. When the fire fell. You, you, you ought to be able to tell them, you, you can fall on me. You, the fire can fall on me, yeah. When the fire fell, God, I want your fire. You, you know, I, I last week I started out with let your power fall, but I, I really want to change it just a minute and just tell them to let your fire fall. When your name is called, God, just let your fire fall. I want your fire. I want your fire. I, I need your fire. I, I don't just want tongue-talking fire. I don't just want preaching fire. I want cleansing fire and healing fire and delivering fire and setting free fire. God, I want your fire to fall. I like that, though. Yeah. I want your fire to fall. I, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But fire does a lot of things. It, 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 it can burn. It can ruin. I, I, I remember I remember greatly when, when Gloria had a fire in her house. The, the damage that was done in, a, in the house when she was at. I remember the fire that the rice caused in the Wilson's house. I remember the electrical fire that happened over on Sherman Avenue when we were younger. I remember fire and generally fire is so destructive. So Reverend, why are you calling for fire? Because this fire is not earthly fire. It's supernatural fire. It's the kind of fire that can burn and not consume that which it is burning. It's the kind of fire that breaks yokes and destroys the work of the enemy. And God, I want your fire! I don't, I don't want no regular fire. I don't want no, I don't need no house fire. I don't, I don't need to burn up no vehicle. No, no, no. I want to have a burning bush experience where I can see the fire and talk to God and know that God is talking to me. Where I can have a visible manifestation of the anointing of God and the invisible God becomes manifested in my presence where I can see God reshaping, remolding, readjusting my life to fit with his. You, 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 you all, you all can be seated. I, I know. I just want to. I, I feel like fire. I feel 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 fire. I want fire to fall so that I can picture it hitting you 
and hitting you and hitting you back there and hitting you online hitting you sister Cynthia Lewis and sister Cherise and, and sister Doris Rod, Dolores Rod, hitting you all the way in Singapore hitting you sister Paul and sister Valerie I, I want the fire to hit you to, I want the fire Miller I want the fire to hit you Leanne Williams I want the fire to hit you sister Connie I want the fire to hit you sister Julie Drayton in your home I want fire religion as usual I hear folk aching to get back to the pre-pandemic church and I can tell you now I ain't going back I am not going back because what I see God wanting to do now has nothing to do with what God did then and God I'm open to the fire falling in new ways, in new places, and doing new things right now. We didn't go through all that to go back to what we used to be. We didn't go through a lockdown to go back to what we used to be. We have to be better than what we used to be. We need more than what we used to have. We need a greater anointing, a greater move of God, a greater power in the room. was birthed in fire. The church was birthed in fire. On the day of Pentecost, the fire fell and the church was birthed in fire. Don't, don't be afraid. To let the fire fall and, and don't don't be scared because the fire of the Holy Ghost fell in the upper room and that experience changed the world let, let me work with you right now and if you're here today and if you're listening online in any format the only reason you're listening to this is that God is ready to change something in your world today. 
God is ready to change something in your world. You're not here by accident. You're not online by accident. You didn't just stumble on us on YouTube. God is ready to change something in your world today. And guess what? What you have been waiting for, didn't know what it was, couldn't understand what it would be. What you've been waiting for is here now. Let me help you here. That fire that falling, uh, it, it's, it's, not, it's not just tongue-talking fire. John, John predicted it when John said in, John, uh, in Luke, uh, six, Luke 3, verse 16, the B portion, you know, they went to John. John, uh, are you the one? What, what's going on? And John said, no, it ain't me. But there's somebody coming. And he that's coming here, here's the prediction, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. I'm dropping you in the water, but he's coming with the Holy Spirit and fire. I'm going to mess somebody up right here. What he's really referring to is, I'm going to give the Holy Spirit to those that are repentant and ready, but I got fire for those who are unrepentant and need to be cleansed. Fire is not just anointing. Fire is cleansing. God knows some of us need to be cleansed. Don't be scared now. You're already here. Don't be scared. Some of us. And God said, I got fire for you. That, that's why I tell folk, you don't have to clean fish before you catch them. You, you got to run, you got to understand, God can do some work you can't do. You turn them over to God and he's got fire that will make them what God wants them to be. And when they come forth, they'll be as pure gold. Oh. Yeah, let it burn. Let it burn. We don't want no water. We don't need no water. Don't mess with me, I'm a sigma. The roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the Holy Ghost burn. Y'all better leave me alone. got just a couple of minutes to get this out. I, I got a couple minutes. I only have seven minutes to say everything I want to say, so let me ride in seven minutes. There, there, are, there are three powerful aspects of the firefall experience, and I'm going to give them to you short. I'll come back. I ain't finished with this fire yet. I'll come back. I'll come back. 
I just want to throw these nuggets at you since you're in there. Listen, listen. There are three powerful aspects to the Firefall experience. Uh, number one, the experience was indivisible. <sighs> in other words, it was not separable, but it was experienced together. Let me help you here. I know, I know some of y'all, there's this whole wave of spirituality among people who think they can have this individual relationship with the divine and don't need the corporate fellowship anymore and don't need church and don't need religious people because they can have this individual experience. And let me just tell you, you can. But let me give you this truth. If you keep running off by yourself, dabbling in that which you don't understand, you could end up in apostasy and never know how you got there. You could end up walking down the street backwards with spirits that you don't know where they came from and don't know how to shake from your life. Don't you go playing in the spiritual realm without a guide that has the Holy Ghost. That's why you need a covering. Somebody who can walk you to the throne of grace. So that there you can obtain mercy. You, you've got to understand there are some things that ought to happen and do happen best in community. That's why this Bible teaches us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. Now whether it be whether it's physical or on some platform, we need to get together because I need you and you need me. And if we keep working together, we can release the anointing into the atmosphere and watch God change things. Come on, I told you, I got four minutes and 50 seconds. Listen. The second one was while it is indivisible, meaning we need each other, while it is that way, the experience was also individual. Let me help you here. Don't depend on somebody else's experience. Have your own. Woo! I'm trying, I'm trying. You need to have your own experience. I know you can, you can sip on somebody else's coffee, but it's nothing like having your own coffee. You, you can take a sip of somebody else's milkshake, but ain't nothing like having your own. You ain't got this. Let me preach this. Listen, some things you need to have for yourself. And I don't care mama may have and papa may have, but God bless the child that got his own. My mama is a saint and I know she's rest in the bosom of God. I have no doubt I will see her in glory at some point. But if I had to only live on what mama had, I'd be most miserable because what mama had went with mama and the anointing that she left, she left in the earth realm. But I can't depend on talking to mama to talk to God for me. I got to pray for myself. Yes, my mama prayed for me, but now I got to pray for myself. At some point, every tub has got to stand on its own bottom. You need Jesus for yourself. Let me do it another way. I subscribe to the one to a box theory. 
Everybody's got to die for themselves. Woo, preach. It is individual. Did you notice the text? I'm not making it up. It's in the book. The Bible says, There appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were distributed among them, and they rested on each one of them as each person received the Holy Spirit. That's the amplified version. Everybody, each one, got their own tongue. Let me help you again. Each one got their own tongue. You can't speak in mine, and I can't speak in yours. Everybody's got to get a touch for themselves. Y'all, I got a minute, 56 seconds, y'all. Let me give you this last one. I promise y'all I'll come back next week, but watch this. The experience was an indication. <coughs> In other words, it was a sign. Now, I got to get out of here, and I don't have no more time <coughs> in this message to say another further. But I can tell you this much, <clears throat> that it was an indication or a sign that something from the outside had transformed something on the inside so that the world could know that what they used to be, they weren't going to be that no more. And I know I got to close here now. But as you can tell, I feel the fire burning. And I feel my prayer will turn in the anointing of God rest on my life. And I can promise you. There's a sign uh, over my life uh, that something uh, has changed. The Holy Ghost has signed my name. When I got the Holy Ghost, uh, I changed uh, the way I talked. Uh, I changed uh, the way I walked. Uh, I changed uh, how I move. Uh, I, uh, I just gotta leave y'all now uh, But there's something uh, about the Holy Ghost uh, I just don't understand uh, But I got it uh, Have I got a witness in here? Is there anybody here That's ever had the fire To fall on you? Is there anybody here that's ever felt the fire fire I gotta leave you, 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 but I feel the fire burning 
I feel the prayer will turn in. I feel the anointing. Well, somebody bless his name. Somebody bless his name. Somebody bless his name. I wish I had more time, but I got more word than I have time. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. In my name. In my name. In my name. What you gonna do in my name? Cast out some demons. When the fire fall on you, they'll speak in a new tongue. In my name, they'll take up deadly serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick. When the fire falls, they'll lay hands on the sick. And they will recover when the fire falls. Maybe there's someone who's listening to us online now who says, I need a place to worship. I need a church family. I want to extend to you the opportunity to be a part of the Shiloh family. You can join us. Maybe there's someone in the sanctuary. I believe all are members, but maybe there's someone here who wants to be a part of this fellowship. I extend an invitation. And I tell you now, you can call us at the church right now. You can email us at one of those numbers that are one of those email addresses there and give your life to the Lord. There's nothing like knowing Jesus. Will you bow your heads with me all over the sanctuary? Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Somebody heard a word today, God. Someone needs that fire to burn in their life. They got some stuff they need to get rid of. They got some stuff they need to be changed. And then they themselves need to become one of your flames of fire. Have your way, God. Speak afresh to their hearts and to their minds. And let them not click from this broadcast without making a decision for you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Saints, those of you in the sanctuary, if you give, if you have not given online, there are three ways to give, of course. Cash app, GiveLify, and you can mail it in. But if you are in the sanctuary this morning, I'll ask that if you have not given online, just leave it at the door with the usher in one of the trays as the ushers will help you to walk out today. Please be seated afterwards and they'll come and help you, direct you out. If you're online, I want you to know, join us in giving of your tithes and of your offering. We don't beg here, we just ask. I also asked last week for people to give a Pentecost offering. And the Pentecost offering, at every festival, the children of Israel would bring an offering related to the festival. And so I asked for a Pentecost offering. Many of you gave last week. I, I have a goal of $25,000, which would pay for the renovations of the restrooms here. So I just pray God, if God pricks your heart to give a 
Pentecost offering. Now, I don't want you to take your tithes and put it over in Pentecost. Amen. This has to be money that we, we would not be expecting. Amen. I, I want you, if you God lays on your heart, if God gives it to you, your family to participate, we want to raise that to take care of the renovations to the restrooms. We want to make them even more COVID safe. Amen. As people come back. Amen. Well, there are things that we've learned that no one cared about prior to the pandemic. Um, most public restrooms are based on a design done by Frank Lloyd Wright uh, long after the Spanish flu and way before the pandemic. And his design was always to be aesthetically beautiful. And that's how you ended up with the shorter doors in bathrooms where you have the, the door in the middle, but you don't have full long doors. Those are all Frank Lloyd Wright's designs. And if you've ever seen his design work, he was the master. And I mean the master. Um, houses he built in the 50s and 60s, people keep them right now to the exact same specifications because they're just that far futuristic. So I'm not criticizing him. I'm just telling you that what he knew then and where we are now is different. Even the way toilets flush now are better because they, we've got toilets now that we can purchase where the water will not splash back up, but will take all the gases and water straight down. So even on the men's urinal, it drains differently so that that water has no splashback. Again, the idea is to keep any aerosols out the air, keep the air as pure as possible. Even though many of us are vaccinated and hopefully many of us will continue to get vaccinated, we wanna make our buildings as safe as possible. Amen? I will tell you this, praise God, amen. I wish I could sit here with certainty and say, oh God, when we get through with, with COVID-19, that'll be it with no more pandemics. I can't tell you that because I do believe because of the way we have treated our environment, because of global warming, because we have taken the forests from the animals that once uh, lived there and roamed there because we have taken away the vegetation from the earth. I do believe there are nowhere for some of these pathogens to go than to be in humans. So this won't be the last. So we have to get rid of, get used to a new reality of being careful in everything we do, take the precautions we can take and make sure we're safe. Amen? Amen. I hope that's clear. I love you. Let's bless the offering. God, we thank you for gifts and givers. And we thank you, Lord, that no one will be upset or worried about giving, but they'll give with joy in their heart. In Jesus' name, amen.